Hello everybody and welcome back to the Enterprise Dish where we are hanging out with a slightly same parallel version of Cincinnati because Ducks, I have a very important question to kick this thing off because I don't know if it impacts you. I don't know if this impacts you. When I say the word cicada, how do you respond? Do you respond that this is an issue or? I respond it's an issue every 17 years or seven years. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's happening. I've seen a couple already this morning. Gotcha. Yeah, I took the dog for a walk this morning. We'd seen shells when I saw my first live creature. And um, I am... I, is it, isn't it amazing at the same time crazy how they're just in the soil for what? Seven years or 17 years? 17 years. Like 17 years. And then they, like clockwork, they just come back out. Yeah. And All at the same again. time. And all they do is come out and scream and mate and die after 17. Like, what a life. You you lived, couldn't, no light for 17 years. You see it for 28 days. Done. What? I wish, yeah. I wish that's how it works in their industry. When a company would say, hey, this product will come out on this day. Like it clockwork, will, it should come out. It will, it will come out every 17 years, but something that I can use to ignore them, which we have talked about here a little bit on this specific podcast. So Ducks, these are the brand new Surface Headphones 2 Plus that have, which I wish they didn't send me black. Uh, Microsoft did send these for whoever's curious. Uh, I wish they would have sent the gray, mostly because you can't see like the color definition. You cannot see it on camera at all. Uh, but there's two physical differences there's an actual teams button on here which is right here which nobody will be able to see and then there's also which we had talked about a while ago a dongle and you plug that dongle in it connects right up to these things and i think the the real short version is if you ever use the service headphones too they're a lot like that but with a better connection i think is the the, the 50 cent version of them so why is it two plus is it just because of the dongle I think it's two plus because they needed to make it team certified in which you know as well as I do. They can't, you can't take just a generic vanilla Bluetooth device and slap a team's whatever logo on it and say it's team certified. So it ships with that dongle, which I was not aware is actually Bluetooth in itself, but it's, it's locked to only this device. So only one device can connect to that dongle. And so it doesn't interfere with the radio. And I can tell you that it is better. I think we had mentioned here at one point, I use Sony XM3s all day long. But if I leave like my office area, the connection starts to drop. I can walk my whole house with these things on. Not a problem. That's the second headphones I know of with uh, team certified connection. The first one is the Bose 700. Same oh, ID. Oh, right. So they have a special Bose 700 now that's teams enabled. Gotcha. So these bad boys, I believe, are $249. Um, so not the cheapest things. I mean, it, realistically, like if you've ever used, I know I just said this, but if you use the service headphones too and you like them and you want a better teams experience, these are the thing now you can only buy them through the corporate channel and i believe education they're not you're not gonna be able to walk into best buy and grab them um but they are coming out available they're pretty good the <laughs> my biggest complaint with them ducks though and this one is um i found hilarious i don't think microsoft found it as hilarious so the dongle has a little light on it and so when you mute yourself on here that dongle light turns red or green or whatever which is great the problem is, is that it's a USB type A and my arrangement, that USB type A connection is pointing towards a wall. You cannot see the light at all. If they would have put it on the end or made it USB type C, it would have been uh, quite a bit better, but. Hey Brad, I call this first world problem. Yes. 
yeah somebody somebody actually said why don't you just put a mirror on the other side it's like well why don't they just put it on the end but yes this is absolutely a a first world problem there otherwise though um i'm not i don't i didn't like the service 2 soundstage like they're a little muddied compared to the sony but if you haven't used the sony's before or honestly high-end audio you will love these so so you're still sticking with your sony's i guess so I'm going to use both. Um, these, these will probably go on the road with me. I, I'm, I want to test, and this has been hard. I really want to test the noise canceling on an airplane because to me that is like the premier industry test of right. noise cancellation is on air. And I've been on an airplane in 12, 14 months, something like that. So um, I will probably travel with these, I think is uh, where I'm going to head with them. Speaking of airplanes, believe it or not, I will be speaking at a Microsoft 365 conference first week of June in uh, Orlando, Florida. Really? In Disney. Yeah, in uh, the Disney property. That is awesome. That is like the first major milestone towards normalcy um, that we have experienced in, well, over a year. That is awesome. Which What's the conference? Oh, the M365 Collaboration Conference. Nice. Uh, you know, all your usual suspects will be there, but it's also hybrid. So okay. people can go there or they can attend remotely. Awesome. Uh, other things, Ducks, while we're on the Teams things, Teams personal features have come out for Microsoft Teams. I will tell you that I personally do not use these. I don't know if you have any desire to integrate your family into Teams, but I was just figured I'd bring it so up. So here's, here's my challenge. First of all, it's been, out, I think it came out a year ago or so. They started with like, teams free that yeah. consumers can use and they they updated it a bit and now it's this teams personal i don't know it's going to take a lot to convince my family because here's our flow of how we communicate so for the longest time and to this day we actually use skype consumer really because when my kids yeah when my kids was much younger they didn't have a phone number yeah. all these apps you need a phone number so i set them up with skype so we as a family communicate chat all using skype mm -hmm. um and that's a challenge, right? You still have Skype consumer free and now you have Teams consumer. I don't know if Skype's going to go away. Yeah. And I'm sure Teams will have all the Skype features. But for now, I, yeah, I don't think we're, we're, we're going to shift to Teams personal. It's interesting because we got into effectively iMessage the exact same way. Now, my daughter doesn't really leave the house most of the time without us and she doesn't take an iPad anywhere. But that was the same experience was, hey, it's like, how could we communicate or whatever? Start getting her honestly just getting familiar with technology. And iMessage was it because my wife and I both use iPhones. And was like, well, an iPad is what they use in schools. And here mm -hmm. we are. So um, and the challenge is it's, it's the one one last yep. thing is it's going to take a while to get into people's heads that teams can do a lot. Like in the consumer mm -hmm. world, people are just so used to all these IM tools and chat tools, be it iMessage or WhatsApp or Skype. And then they would use other tools to share documents. Right. So mm -hmm. a common challenge in the enterprise, but I think it's going to be harder in the consumer space to convince people to use one tool. I, I tend to buy that. I, I would agree with that sentiment. I really would. Um, I got a lot of reservations like to me, it's the same thing as like, I have a gaming console and I also have a PC that could be easily gaming. But when I'm at my PC, like I'm in work mode. And when I open teams, I'm in work mode. I'm not thinking my daughter's going to be sending me 65 different gifs of a unicorn type mode. So 
here we are. But Ducks, we got an interesting question in this week. Um, the person did not give me permission to use their name, so I will not use their name, but I will read their question, which says, what is Duck's opinion on backing up Office 365 slash Microsoft 365 data? There's some people that says, hey, you really should be doing this. And then there's the other side of the fence that says, ah, probably don't have to when you really look at the terms and conditions. Can you please ask Ducks what, he, what his sure. opinion is on backing it up? So my opinion, first of all, is you have to back it up, regardless of what people say. There's the argument that says, well, Microsoft says you don't have to back it up because there's long-term archival, uh, retention, this, that, the other, which is true. However, you can't assume, the, the assumption there is you don't delete anything, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not realistic. So you right. have to back it up. Let me give you three reasons why you need to back up content. Number one. If you delete anything in Office 365, be it email, your Word document, a SharePoint site, a Teams chat, depending on what you delete, typically it's between 14 to 30 days where you can restore it. And if you pass that window, it's gone. Now, here's the problem. What if you're an organization that's bounded by some industry compliance? So let me mm -hmm. take one, like Sarbanes-Oxley for financial compliance. Sarbanes-Oxley uh, would say that if you have financially related data, you have to keep it for five years. So let's say, you know, you have an Excel sheet that's bounded by Sar Sarbanes-Oxley and you delete that Excel file or workbook and four years later you get audited and they need that. Back in the on-prem days, you would just call IT, hey, get that tape back up and let's get that document back. You can't do that in the cloud. So that's one reason why you need backup. And it's also true, by the way, for Things like uh, in Europe, GDPR, right to forget, right? Every person now in Europe, uh, if I work for an organization, I can say, hey, when I leave, I want all my data uh, removed and I want a copy of it. So that's one reason why you have to do it. Second reason why you have to do it is granular restoration. Now, what do I mean by that? So for example, let's say you delete a SharePoint site. And if you're not aware, everything pretty much in Microsoft 365 uses SharePoint. So like Teams, for example, if you have mm -hmm. a team, you put documents in there, that's a SharePoint library, a SharePoint site. So if you delete a SharePoint site, and if for some reason you just want one document back um, two weeks from now, two weeks from when you deleted it, which you can still restore from Office 365, here's the problem. You have to restore the entire site and then it's gonna override um, if, if there's the, uh, s somehow the, the site still exists, it, it may wipe the new things you have. Mm -hmm. And second, if the site does not exist and you just need that one file, you have to restore the entire thing. So for extended backup, that's one capability that uh, backup technologies like ours can offer. So again, if you need to get stuff back that you've already deleted, that may be gone, right? So you need backup. Number two, restoring SharePoint uh, sites. Mm -hmm. Number three, which is really important, is um, now they have all these different workloads. So the behaviors are different, be it an email or OneDrive or Planner or SharePoint or uh, Dynamics 365 or Microsoft Project Online. A lot of these advanced workloads, while it, it does sophisticated things, there's always going to be data. You, you delete a plan in Planner, that doesn't, you can't restore that, right? So there's there's advanced workloads people are using now 
that uh, has critical data or data that you use day in, day out. And again, once deleted, it's gone. So you need to protect advanced workloads as well. So three reasons why you need to back up. And uh, certainly we can help you with that. Check out our backup technology from AppPoint. Yeah, uh, I believe you've got a white paper or something along those lines related to that. And we'll make sure to link it down uh, in the description below. So those are three compelling. This would be actually a great little like debate. We could get somebody who's on the other side of the fence and then just. Yeah, let's do it. We could. Uh, in, in fact, we had a, last year, we had a great debate. Uh, you know, we were, we were uh, timing with the presidential election. We mm -hmm. had our good friend, uh, Tony. And then he was debating, you don't need backup. And we were debating, we need backup. So it was a cool, it was a cool presidential debate type of setup. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of strong opinions. The important thing, I think, if nothing else, make sure you're at least aware of the limitations that are in Microsoft 365 and make sure you're aware of what can happen if you're not aware of said limitations because uh, typically fines aren't cheap when it comes to breaking that stuff. So right. keep, keep that in mind. Other things happening, Ducks, uh, happening next week is Microsoft Build. Now, Build is obviously a very developer-focused thing. It's not our favorite Ignite. Any thoughts, opinions, things you might be looking for happening next week? I'm actually looking forward to a lot of the sessions, and there's tons of sessions around Microsoft 365, specifically Teams. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm excited to learn about all the new uh, capabilities that Graph, Microsoft Graph offers. Yep. Um, because especially now with technologies like Viva and uh, uh, a lot of the advanced workloads that are coming out through data retention and compliance, it's going to rely on Microsoft Graph a lot. So I, I'm looking forward to those sessions. And uh, what else? I wonder if there's any session around Project Mocha or mm. uh, Outlook Spaces, because I, I, I got to play with it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm still curious what what void it's trying to fill yeah i'm hoping there's a couple things that, that are i'm personally looking for one uh additional teams extensibility i think this is might be the conference where they kind of talk about building apps for teams i think that's one um my wild card is uh fluid framework now this is microsoft sort of like not modern version of office for people who aren't familiar but it allows you to embed office elements inside of different uh feature or applications and different web apps and all sorts of stuff and then um, because, uh, and I'll throw this one out there too, because we didn't hear a lot about it at Ignite. I wonder uh, the power platform sort of bridges that world between IT pro and developer. And so Microsoft sometimes puts those things in the developer bucket. So I'll be curious to see uh, if there's any announcements related on that agenda. Well, they recently had their Embass. Oh, right. right. The Business Application Summit, which is the power platform event. So, yeah. but I'm sure they're going to add more to it at Build. Yep. And so as a reminder, everybody, Build is free, completely free. You do, I think, technically have to register for it, um, but you can go out and watch it. And all you got to do is sacrifice an, uh, an email and Microsoft will let you through the gate to experience all that good stuff. So anything else happening in your world, Ducks, before we wrap it up here on the back of the podcast? Oh, it's just really, really exciting time, especially not only... Um around the industry, but, you know, a lot of people getting vaccinated. So looking for the world coming back and Hey, it's already June, man. I know. Uh, so I know, I wonder if there's going to be a real ignite soon, but I can't wait for the world to come back. 
Yeah, I cannot wait for that first in-person Ignite. That will be, I don't know if it's going to be happening this year, but hopefully we will get together at a soon Microsoft conference. And to everybody else, make sure you hit subscribe down or in the description or wherever it is. Check out those links and we'll catch all of you right back here next time.